0: It's, it's not real. What you mean, oh, Tunde? Why are you oh, trying to play the kid? Oh, I ordered mine. So it's coming. Why are
1: you trying to play the kid, Tunde? Let me be great, bro. Yeah, that,
0: that sounds
1: thick. We gotta swap mm-hmm. Like Monopoly like Money. I this sounds thick. This sound it's got density. No, that's, money. that's why that's why I think it
2: sounds heavy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is backed by gold, gold plated. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's Gold plating. Shit. he said. kick this shit and knock the ZK off your panties. Your
0: yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Summer 16 podcast. A podcast between two friends who met well in the summer of 2016. My name is Tunde or Taught underscore seven, and I'm here with my dog, John Bowie, or John Bowie on Instagram. Every Wednesday, we'll have new episodes where we somehow figure out how to combine our different views, our experiences, and beliefs to talk about anything. And and always, we leave having learned something new. On today's episode, we have some really, really <laughs> special guests. <laughs> See, I'm trying to be professional.
1: Because we're trying to be guests. serious. Come on, we're doing it. <laughs> and it, our,
0: our our special guests are playing around in the background. Um, <laughs> we have we have the ladies from the Black in the City podcast.
2: How hey
0: uh, Introduce yourselves, uh, Makita and Sierra.
2: Absolutely. Makita, you know, the one half and obviously the best half of Black in the City podcast. Well, this show must be ceased because we're not going to start. it line. You can also but. find me on Instagram at Bajan underscore Batty. That's B-A-J-A-N underscore Batty. You can find the two of us at Black in City Pod on Instagram and all other socials. And then, you know, this hood booger over here, you know, she can introduce herself, you know. So thank you so much, Michael, for that lovely introduction. <laughs> um hi, I'm Sierra. I am like the backbone of Black in the City Podcast. Clearly. And um, yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Sierra to Leon. Um, and then you can follow us uh Black in the City at Black in City Pod on Instagram. But that's that's why I say. That's what you said. Whatever. Who gives a damn? Okay, we're here. So this it's uh Michael and Sierra. We're it here. sure is. Yep, Michael. That's me. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we're so happy to be here. Thanks for
0: having us. Thanks for, uh,
1: thanks us. for coming on the show, um, John. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dog. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, the energy is high. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So. So,
0: usually, we, we start by saying or talking about what we've been up to the past week or so or a weekend. Uh, but we're actually recording a day early because we both record our podcast on the same day. So, you so you two will be recording your podcast tomorrow. So, yeah. during our shooting of shit, it's going to be all about you. Okay.
2: What you want to say about? Um, okay.
0: What do you want to know? I, as one of my favorite, you know, pods, I listen to it every week religiously and I usually hit you two up with my comments on the pod.
1: Yeah. And,
0: um, yes you do. <laughs> and I know you just now get it back because you had um some time off because of Corona. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for those of you who who for the listeners who haven't listened to your show before, can you give us some background about you know how you met and how you came up with the name Black in the city?
2: Oh, easily. So, sure. yeah, we well, first of all, like, oh, yeah, you can tell it, but first of all, Tune is one of our uh, like fan OG favorites. Listen, uh, to- you know, like three times now. All oh, the ladies oh, love yeah, Tune. Like, Who is that? And I'm just like, well, they always want to know. a man. Um, but yeah, so really, literally, that's that's the thing. So, um, mm-hmm. as you said, we, we just got back in the studio and, you know, we're doing OnlyFans during coronavirus. Stop it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 we
2: come back to the studio, but, um, we started, how did we start? We started because, and you know, it's kind of like, cause you know how we got engaged and stuff. Yeah. We can do uh-huh. like that thing where you finish my sentence. You're okay. so annoying. So, People will believe you. Yeah. When you say that. <laughs> And so we have a mutual friend who is also my sorority sister um, I'm a Delta it's nothing else to talk
1: about that hey okay.
2: so um we had a mutual friend and so they had gone on a trip and so she was saying that she wanted to put Makita on some sort of platform yes and so then from from my economic tech from my end, mm-hmm. she I had already had a podcast and she asked me what it was. And she was like, How, What do you think about doing a podcast? And I was like, I was like, Cool. And I was like, With who? And she was like, Makita. And I was like, Yeah, I know that bitch. Let's do it. So, you know, she's <laughs> cool. We honestly, our relationship before this, we we met through another one of my mutual friends who was also a Delta. Yes, Crazy. that I went to undergrad with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we met we met through mutual friends. And so our relationship was very like, hey, goodbye. Like, hey okay. girl. Nice to like, you at the party, whatever. And, and you know, she was like stalking me and shit. So now I was like, yeah, I'll do it with her. And so then, then so how'd that go? Tell me, tell them about your side. Um well, yeah, I went on a girls' trip like what was it, like January mm-hmm. twenty like sixteen, I think we went to Puerto Rico. Yeah 2016 yeah, Number sixteen will never be top no. I don't know
0: if it will That summer was epic
2: ago. It was so, so great good. it was like 8 so of us good. Girls that were there, and it was really amazing. And we had a lot of really strong conversations. And Sierra's right, that's when our mutual friend was like, Okay, Mikita, like you always have something like smart to say or an interesting perspective. Like, I'm gonna put you on like TV, a podcast, something. And I was like, Girl, no one like wants to hear anything I have to say. Like, like, my friends already are tired of listening to me, (laughs) like rant about like political things. Like, no one is gonna, you know, like tune in to listen to me talk about any of that shit. But like, okay. And she was like really persistent. And like, uh, after like a couple weeks, after we came back from vacation, she would like text me and say, oh, what do you think about this person? At first we thought like, or her idea was to have like a male counterpoint. And everybody she suggested, I was like, nah, like, I'll murder that nigga. Like, no, I don't want it. like, I don't want to do that. don't want to be on a podcast with this person. And so she would, like, name people. And I was like, nah, I'm not feeling it. And then one day she was like, oh, like, do you know Sierra Stewart? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I like her. Like, we don't know each other. But, like, I obviously, like, you know, know of her. And I think she's really nice, you know. And she was yeah, like, well, respectful. she's had a podcast before um and she was like and she said that she'd be interested in doing a podcast with you and i was like oh like okay like i would do that so then we like got on a three-way like call pause <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right all right let's get it started <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay i need to be clear you know fucking with y'all <laughs> every person must yeah okay, stop it um, but we found a three-way call just talking about like okay like what where are we both like um, involved or like invested in like wanting to do a podcast, like how we feel about it. And we both were like, yeah, like we're with the shit So let's just give it a try. And then we met like literally the following week to do like a drive run, like a run through and just think about like what the concept you would want for our podcast. And we thought about some names. I can't think at all what the original one was. It but was something weird. it had already been That's taken. There was like ha- there was like a bunch of them already, though, yeah. what we came up with at first. And so we ended up coming up with Black in the City. And I we just were thinking like sex, like sex in, in the city, thing. except like yeah. two black girls in the city basically yeah. talking yeah. about all of the things. And we mm-hmm. did like one 30-minute like dry run, literally, like on like voice recording, like voice notes on the phone, and then took some like like promo photos, and then we literally like recorded our Um, pilot like the following like like two days later and we've been doing it literally ever since so our whole friendship has basically been captured on this podcast like we weren't friends before we did the podcast so anybody who has listened to our show has like literally just like watched or listened rather to like the entire development of our friendship through the podcast like that's how we've gotten to know each other and now i can't get rid
0: of her which is fine now she's my son (laughs) well people can watch now right pardon me People can watch you now because you're yes. a the videographer. Like, okay, they can, can watch you. OnlyFans.com. Shut
2: <laughs> up. That's <Yes, laughs> on YouTube. Yeah. We should low key do that because we can make some money can on like, OnlyFans. Yeah, because people wouldn't know what they're getting and it could just be like pictures that we've already posted of each other. I mean,
0: so, like, not everyone gets naked on OnlyFans. So I've I, I have a friend who that's what she does. She
2: does like, posts because like, she's popular on Instagram. She's really pretty. And so mm-hmm. her OnlyFans is just like, more pictures of her, but just like premium content in the sense of like she's not posting it on Instagram. So it's like yeah. photos and like blogs and things like that that she's just not posting on Insta. But she's like I mean, not Honestly
1: a- Honestly with the uh with the OnlyFans part, like, you know, I first heard of you guys well, you know, when Toonday was doing the guest spots. Uh, on the Black in the City After Dark episodes, ah! and listen, yo, know, like <laughs> I I was sitting there listening to it, like man, my favorite foreplay is kissing too. I love that shit, right? <laughs> like, and I like, and like if, can you imagine like some regular content on OnlyFans where y'all can like really get on there and and really cut up? Like that that might be. Yeah, <laughs> it would be because
2: you have to pay to get to because it, it's always risk when you're doing it on the show because like my oh. resume leads yeah. to the show, so yeah. it's stressful. My parents listen. They're the first ones who listen every week, literally without fail. They know um, a lot. They know a lot, but, but we're already really open. So, like, nothing that they've heard on the show probably is, like, new or surprising. We're pretty, like, pretty open family. We talk about basically anything, whether <laughs> we want family. to or not. Nope. So, they hear a lot of things probably a little more candidly than they probably would have gotten it. But, like, it's the same shit we would talk about in the house anyway. So, I, I'm Thank so glad
0: my parents don't listen to it. Hey, That's my, I
2: know. My, my mom team. can't help. She's a hype beast. She'll tell anybody to
1: listen to the fucking podcast. Like. Listen, so well, I remember I remember our very first episode for Summer 16 was our origin story. And both of my parents like work for the government. They're pretty oh, straight laced people. And yeah. so they heard that episode and it was just like, you shouldn't be on the podcast talking about drinking alcohol, son. Blah blah blah. <laughs> like it's like, so so, mind you, like, I'm pretty square in terms of what I've talked about on the podcast, but, like, have you guys had any, like, run-ins or awkward moments where it's, like, your parents or family heard something and they were just, like, um, I think we need to talk.
2: Yeah. Yeah, episode 69. Um, really? Absolutely. Oh. Because my brother called me and he was, I was, I told him, I said, do not listen to the show. Of course, his dumb asses <laughs> to the show. And then he's, like, I had to turn it off, like. Ten minutes in, I'm like, I don't even know like why I he even turned it on. My like, dad didn't. I don't think my dad listened. He might have, but I told yeah, him. I don't, I don't, my mom, of course, listened, and she's also a hype beast, so she had everything to say. Like she yeah. was like very involved in the episode. And I and don't think sister this, like, was on too, right? Yeah, my well, was on
0: both. Was she on both episodes or the first one?
2: She was. I think she was on both
0: or was on the first on one.
2: I think she might have been on the first. On the, first one. the first
0: one. I remember the first yeah,
2: one. That was, that was when Tune Day uh, gained his fan club. Yeah, because like literally uh, everybody in the room, all the women in the room were like. Who is that? They were is like, "No, the, wait!" All, all, the girls like it was just like, "Oh, like, hey, we're recording a show. You talk to him after, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and then they were saying all the things, and the girls were like, "Uh huh, interesting." You yeah. like that they okay. were taking notes, like, "Oh, uh, yeah, you you love love be my authentic
0: self."
2: Yes, and that's what we want you to do: is be, your <laughs> yes, you to do is be your authentic self. But that's why the ladies love you. <laughs> yeah. Love you. Love you. <laughs> what he said? He's you fine. like looking from the back. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, "Can I make an appointment to be penciled right. in?" They
1: like, Can Can I, "I pet that dog." <laughs> right. Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? Yeah, you Yay. cannot
2: be a tall dark-skinned man in Seattle and then come and into talk a that yeah, talk. and talk that talk and come into a room full of black women and think you're just going to be safe. That's they're going to be like, "Who is this? We're coming after
1: him." Okay? And ain't, they did. Ain't they have questions. Protect yourself Tunde. Protect yourself. Man, you're a piece of meat out here Tunde. Hey, it's yeah. all right. So- <laughs> I'll be fine.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I will be fine, to
1: be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm, good. I'm cool. You don't got no issue with it. So uh,
2: silly.
0: So, so one thing that I like about your show is like the, um, I guess that dichotomy of you start off with current events or you, and you do like your politics and then you switch to your pop culture. So I always, I mean, I, I love both sides equally, but I'm always like, okay, this week when I log on, what's going to be under the politics section? Because I know mm-hmm. I'm going to have all the things to say about that. And I usually, I think, I think, Makita, you usually take the lead on that. Yeah. And I think, I think a politics mostly align.
2: Um, <laughs> mostly probably. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm always like, okay, like tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. And then <laughs> and then, you go to pop culture and it's always something really, really interesting that, that Sierra takes the lead on. And I'm like, Oh, maybe I didn't know that, but, and then I'm oh. like, by by the end by the end of the episode, I'm like, oh my God, I have all the things to say. So I think for today, instead of our user current event section, we're going to kind of switch um to kind of follow your format to can, kind of Dude, keep you okay. um kind of keep you more comfortable.
2: I love it. Come on, comfortable. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <started> <laughs> so we're gonna start with going to start with politics okay okay what's going on so,
1: besides
2: but, kanye saying he's gonna
1: run yeah, the president? Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. no Uh-oh. no no i got that one that, that's <laughs> gonna be all me i got y'all on that i got right, y'all on.
0: As, as the house uh kanye
1: west fan uh as the in-house kanye stan um I'll, I'll take that part okay so right. oh i need to
2: know are you trying to vote for that nigga because this is a lot
1: we can talk about it. I'm here. We can talk about it. But yeah, Tune you got it. Okay, so, Tunde, we
2: let Tune take us where yeah,
1: we got elected. Go. Okay. Take us where we gonna go, Tune Take us where we're gonna go. So
0: basically we all know 2020 is a big year because in November there is our presidential election. Mm-hmm. And um the incumbent president is uh Donald Trump and the well Joe Biden now has enough electoral vote uh, left votes to become the Democratic nominee. And there have been a lot of polls going on, especially in the six uh, key uh, battleground swing states. Mm -hmm. And those states are Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida, Arizona, and North Carolina. And early polling has shown that uh, Biden is uh, way ahead of Trump by at least six points in each of the states.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord.
0: Um, so my personal feelings on that are that, you know, it's it's still July, November's a long way away, and at this point, you know, in 2016, Hillary was basically the same way ahead of Trump, and a lot of things happened between the summertime and November, Yes, and people are fickle, and also people don't tell the truth once they get, you know, they, you know, they say one thing and then they get into the voting booth, and then you know, yeah. So. Uh, what are your thoughts on 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 polls? Do you like agree with them or do you take do you take um, them at face value or do you say, I, I don't believe in them or whatever.
2: I I think they're good as like a guiding like, mar- like margin, right? Like I think it's good to just get, I think they're good as like temperature checks, right? Like mm-hmm. where are we? Where's the community at? Do you know what I'm saying? So it gives you a good like temperature read. But for the reasons you just said, I don't like live and die by polls as like some politicians or camps will, right? Like, oh, well the polls say X, Y, Z because we know that like our politics have become a much larger part of our identities. And unfortunately, like as a person who I'm, I I try to remain bipartisan, I just happen to be a more progressive thinker, but I try to like, I'm, you know, like a registered independent. Like I'm, mm-hmm, I try to be bi- bipartisan, but like, it's interesting that like, versus like when our parents were younger or growing up or whatever the case may be, politics was something that could be separate from who you are. And right now we're in a space where politics is really Tied into your identity. And it is hard for people like you said to be able to say, like, I actually am not with the majority. And yeah, And and feel safe doing so, which I think is also like a really hard thing that the current president that we have has kind of turned like those kind of freedoms of political beliefs into Yeah, like it's complete identity politics, which is really difficult to cope with or like manage if you're a person who's inherently conservative, which typically is based on like economics. And there's nothing wrong with being, you know, like a conservative. There's nothing wrong with being a Republican. But it's now that it's difficult to say, like, I'm a Republican, but also like this is a person representing your your camp, right? Like your your party. It's hard for you to say, Mm -hmm. like, well, I want a Republican president when this is your only option. Right. So I think that it's hard to to take polls seriously because people might go in and vote opposite of what they might've polled, or polls are anonymous, but people will still feel compelled to do what they think is mm, most appropriate socially, which I think is a really dangerous place that we're getting to in politics in general. Like I can't believe what I want to believe without it being tied to something so hateful. And there's many Republicans, I would argue, many conservatives that are conservative Republicans for economic reasons, but are like not on board with, with what Donald Trump is doing, but they can't separate themselves from that because it has become synonymous, which sucks. Yeah, and the Democrats, I mean, obviously, are not that. They're racist. shitty. Oh, like, so shitty. Trash. But it's yeah. like, I think with like, if, if I found out like today that Makita voted for Trump, I'd be like, bitch, what are you doing?" You right. know what I'm saying? Because it's like, tied to identity. Are you damn racist? Yeah. Right. Like you know, and so I think that that's the hard part of it because there, I feel like there are people that we probably all know that might, might have voted for Trump because of a certain them being in a different tax bracket or whatever. Yes. Cause if you Which have, money, if you have property and stuff, Trump voting for Trump might've benefited you, but yeah. I feel like people, people aren't going to have those conversations. It's going to turn into, Oh, so you're, you're against your people type thing, but it's because Trump comes with all of these harmful ideals that that's what makes it so hard, you know? Right. And it's makes it, it sucks because as a person who grew up with a lot of folks who are part of, you know, the 1% or extremely wealthy, you know, being from the suburbs. And so, like, I understand the mo- the motivator to vote for a president like Trump in the beginning, right? Like, yes, he was honey. not so terrible as he is now, right? He was obviously mm-hmm. garbage then, but, like, not enough for some folks to say, well, I'm, I'm going to vote against my pocket, if that makes sense. Like, they're voting for their economic interests, which everybody has the right to do so. I have no you know faults for anybody who does that right but i think what has happened is that he has then obviously escalated far to the right of where he probably was and there's mm-hmm. people who would have voted for their economic interests who now are like the question is like do i vote with my pocket or do i vote with what i with my like what what's morally right and that sure. is a really shitty decision to have to make like based, like, on politics, right? Like, I shouldn't have to, like, vote against my own, like, pocket, my own business, simply because a person is threatening the human rights of everybody around me. And, like, that's the choice that I'm making when, like, our elections, like, should not, like, there's, I have real problems or, like, yeah, like, moral dilemmas around the fact like, that that's, like, what the fuck we're voting about. Like, I want to vote about policy. Like, that's what I want to vote about. Mm-hmm. But I got to vote to defend myself as a Black person, as a woman. I got to yeah. fight, you know, to protect yeah. my reproductive yeah. Like, I got to find well, that I shouldn't be – like, that should not be what I'm, like, focused on right now.
1: <laughs> so I, I think this is really interesting, right? Because, you know, one thing that I think in 2016 we saw is that there was, like, this desire to vote for self-interest, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you're describing, whether it's economic or, you know, or different social issues. The one thing that's really interesting about this year is while we have this – very divisive sort of climate where it's like hey if you don't hate everybody you have to vote democrat like it, that's it's a problematic language yes. but i'm also kind of seeing like history sort of repeating itself in a sense where where we're we're looking at this sort of rhetoric of law and order and so like you know Trump is going to be able to spit this spit these bars talking about oh yeah look at all these riots look at all these protests these are small business owners in black communities and they're burning that shit down to the ground blah 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 i'm going to be the guy that's going to come in and instead of defunding the police i'm going to increase funding i'm going to make sure your neighborhoods self are are safe and kind of spit that spit that heat and yeah. it could really backfire in a crazy way, right? Like, what do you think about that? I mean, it's going to be in the 90s.
2: That's is, this is exactly the rhetoric, like, that that is exactly what Ronald Reagan ran on. That's what yeah. Bill Clinton did. Is this? That's what even Nixon mm-hmm. had the same kind of energy in, like, the 60s and 70s. Like, law and order is a veiled racial attack on black and brown communities. That is what it is. It is fear-mongering around to create fear for white folks to vote against their best interests, right? Like it yeah. is clear, like racism is just, is like our social constructs that are created to separate poor white folks from poor brown folks to get poor white folks to vote against their best, better interests. White folks vote against their pocket and their safety and their well-being every single election it, because they're because they're voting against race because they have been socialized to believe that we are problem people and they want to do what they can and keep right. what they think is keeping their their families safe, their neighborhoods safe, their schools safe. When really it's like you're literally voting against the people who are like going to make sure that you have more economic safety nets that are going to be making sure that your schools have more money that are going to be making sure that you actually have what you need. But because racism, you're voting for people who don't give a fuck about you. Nothing that they're doing is protecting the like lower class people. It's protecting Rich folks, but the rhetoric is not around that. The rhetoric is to distract people from what exactly is actually going to happen. And we've been doing that since the beginning of time. You could go all the way back to like slavery days, right? Like, how did you get poor white folks who basically were like the exact same in terms of slavery, right? Or like post slavery reconstruction? And the only thing they were able to get people to forget about what's happening to them was saying, well, we're gonna give you power over these other people. That's all you have. And then white folks right. hold on or they held on to being able to control or dominate others even though they're fucking dirt poor, no shoes on, but right. I can shit on you niggas. Vote, so I'm, yeah. not, I'm supposed to vote Democrat because we black.
0: And that's the same reason why about us <laughs> either. It's the same same way why white women also will vote against their own interests as as yes. far as like reproductive rights and say, Well, I'm I'm white, so that gives me some power over black women or over black men because I have even though I'm a woman and I'm oppressed in that way I can still have some power because of my race
2: yeah people are voting to choose what they think is most important okay. except those would be the same women that get upset when they can't find birth control or when they can't get the abortion that they fucking want and but like okay mind your right. business live your best life you decided 55% of y'all decided don't think we forgot right. yeah
1: yeah yes For so necklace I think the I think the racial aspect of it, I think the racial aspect of it is really interesting. And, you know, uh, I'd be really interested to hear like all of your guys' pers- perspectives on this. So, you know, I'm back in Chicago with my family and I've been, you know, having these sort of conversations. And one of the things that's, I mean, it's Chicago, right? Like, um, you know, gun violence is astronomical here, right? Mm. I think the statistic is something like, 87% of all murders against African Americans are done by other African Americans. The the statistics are very unsettling. Now, when the conversation comes to how do we improve this? How do we fix this? You know, we have seen people across the world at this point really up in arms about systematic racism, right? And you know, how these programs, beyond police brutality, right? But you know, redlining, access to education, access to financial uh, resources, all these things that have impoverished a, a community of people. But where does the conversation go? Or, or, or from your guys' perspective, how much of the conversation should be, hey guys, let's attack systematic racism versus, hey, black community, we need to take some accountability because we're also aware that in our school systems, we're not providing the resources that the kids need to excel, right? The smart kids are getting beat up because in your neighborhood, the smart kid is the nerd and we need to ostracize him for some reason, right? Have you guys like heard these conversations or thought about these things? Because I can say personally um, I think the system is what kind of leads to the state that we are currently existing in, and we need to attack that. But there's so many different ways the conversation goes when someone tells you that in my neighborhood, a four-year-old girl was shot yesterday by gun violence and gang violence, but no one's protesting that shit, right? Did I, did I just get super problem. heavy? Did, did, I did I just get super bad. heavy? Holy conversation. Shit. Say what, Sierra?
2: That's, a, that's such a spicy conversation because I do think that, um, yeah, that's, it's completely valid. Like, Black-on-Black black violence is, a, is a definitely a thing and stuff that's going on in our communities is a big thing. But my problem is and why this conversation usually um, is uh, pretty what, tense? S- tense, spicy is because a lot of times people are using that as a cop-out to what mm-hmm. is happening Precisely. to the Black community out, like yeah. from outside. You know, and so I think it is possible for us to be able to tackle all of those things a- as well. But I just I hate when people use it as a way to like as a cop out, you know, like, well, black people kill black people. There's a such mm. thing called proximity killing. OK,
1: thanks. Like, thanks. Talk oh, about people. it. Talk about it.
2: People yeah. Who's around you. White people kill white people, Asian people. They be doing it, too. You know, yep. and. So oh, it's just, it's it's a thing, but I, I don't think it, it should be a thing of like, oh, we're not going to talk about it, but it ha- we have to be very careful with the way that we talk about it and the way that we attack those issues as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What she said, and the, the conversation makes me very upset when I have to have, like, uh-huh. The fact that it's often Black folks that perpetuate that language is Talk what makes it, it. Ooh, preach. I hate that. Preach. preach. Yeah, it, it doesn't make logical sense to me for people who think that they want to make arguments about what happens in our community when we fundamentally understand how we got there in the first place, right? The reason why Chicago is mostly Black is because of the, you know, right. ring of slaves, you know, people moving out yeah. of the south to get away from lynching and mass violence and get into a place where they could be free and build lives and economic safety for themselves and was systematically shut. Down, redlined, gentrified out of neighborhoods that they built for themselves, and then like I don't know how people would think like somehow like okay yes Chicago has tons of gang violence right so does Detroit there's nothing to say like that those things aren't real but like how do we think that we got there? Black folks, the black community does not have the economic power for somehow all of these guns to appear from somewhere. Where exactly do you think that those guns come from? How exactly do you think that we get into a space where violence is the only answer? That's because we don't have social resources. It that is systematic talk about it. racism that occurs, right. and then hand in hand. that a is how you get racism. That. more guns, more drugs, more people getting killed. Right, they don't have the means, they're surviving because you have police in my school that suspend me for things that white kids do, and I get put in this school, like you know, the school of prison pipeline. And so, I have no choice because I'm expelled from school for things that white folks do every day or white kids do every day. And now, I'm in the system, and I try to get resources, and I can't do that, or I try to go to school, and I can't do that, or I want to get a job, and I can't get hired. So, my only option is now provide for myself in a way that is criminal because all of my options were taken from me but then I'm the problem but I didn't create this environment for myself it was given to me intentionally the system is doing exactly what it was built to do which is what frustrates me when we have these conversations where people are like well anybody can like you know control or like do what they want to do like yes life yeah. is mandatory. Yeah but yeah. this is what we were given there, and this is also what happened generational curses like there are kids like I I come I'm from Tacoma Washington, and I know kids that are my age that I grew up with and their parents raised them. Their parents were like crips and and all that shit and in gangs and doing things like that. And then you can't be shocked when your kid grows up and your kid becomes a gangbanger and then they start, they go to jail or kill someone or whatever. Because that is like literally, some of these kids, adults or whatever, that's what they have been raised on. So it's this perpetual thing. Then next thing you know, we got babies in the crossfire. So then what do you do with that? It's, It's this perpetual, like, bullshit. Which wasn't created by us, which I would always like to call out. We did not create this environment. We simply are products of the environment. Yes. Excuse me. Sorry. Fear. (laughs) Fear. <laughs> and accountable. I don't want to like. I want to be clear that I'm not saying that Black folks aren't shouldn't be held accountable for actions, or that there's nothing that we can do to improve safety in our communities because there totally is. But that's a more nuanced conversation than saying, "Well, Black on Black crime, like, will suck my dick too." Like, okay, like, what is that Facts, like? What does that yeah. mean? Like, yes, yeah. there's accountability, but the bigger problem is the system and how that
0: environment was specifically. Created,
1: which it was, and an interesting. Oh, sorry, Tunde, you got it. You you about to say something, I, Tunde?
0: I, I was going to say one thing. Also, I wanted to point out is people act when they bring up the black on black violence thing. They act like people in the communities that it does happen. They they don't care. If you like Google, uh, Google Chicago, or Google Detroit, and then put, uh, march against violence like people care there's about what's going fun. on in their neighborhoods
2: tons of movements tons like, of grassroots organizations literally against it you're right there's one there's I was watching um what was I watching? I was watching something about gun violence. Oh, I was watching Red Table Talk.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: jeez. Yeah, like, like, oh,
1: we're going to touch that. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Red Table, but I was mm-hmm.
2: talking, we were watching Red Table I was watching Red Table Talk, and it was about gun violence, and they had Lauren London on, and then there was this um, Black woman on, and she has this thing, I think it's called the Peace Bus, mm-hmm. and she goes around to different you know, neighborhoods that are disproportionately affected by violence, and she you know, it's like the, when something's going on, when something is like people are, you know, violence is occurring, she comes through and she tries to mediate things or tries to, like, get kids to get involved and, like, you know, help them with behavioral issues and stuff. And so there's people that are on the ground doing stuff, and I just feel like even when we're having the conversation, it just feels like people are saying... Because, I mean, today and I have been in tense group conversations Ooh, about it Yes. It's just like in those conversations, it's just like... Let's not act like there aren't people out there that are doing the work to eradicate this violence. But let's keep it a buck. I can't walk up to a black man that has known hard life all his life in Chicago and be like, dude, like, come on, you can't do this community. Like, come on, but you unless you're unless I'm coming to this man telling him, like, I can change your reality, like you don't have to do this. But you also, you know what I'm saying? You can't you can't tell people that with nothing else to show for it. You know what I'm saying? They gotta have right. like hope. Like if, if they don't see any other way or any other way out, then you trying to get them to, to Do be a different way, different. It's, it's hard because they also have the mentality too of this is how I gotta survive. So there's a lot of unlearning that needs to happen in the black community. There's a lot of generational curses that need to be broken in a lot of our community. And so and that's gonna take work, but the system is directly affecting what is happening in our community. Directly created. Directly creating. Yeah. So, okay. Break the system, how can we fix our community?
1: No, I, 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 listen, I want to be very clear. I agree with everybody 100%, you know, and since I've been back home, I've been having these conversations with my family who live in the inner city of Chicago and they see this stuff at, you know, crazy rates, right? Like, my cousin told me yesterday, he, he he was talking to some young guys in the community, and they said that for $1,500, you can get whoever you want it killed. Stuff like that is just mind-boggling, right? Mind-boggling that that that's I'm what... So- at least 30 bands for a body. Come on, that's, that's what. So but, 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 but the conversation is like, that's that's saying that that is what a life is worth, right? Yeah. And so... We see all these people protesting Black Lives Matter, and I and I think it's beautiful because you have I'm out in California, that's where I live, and you know you have Asian people and white people and old people and young people, and it's incredibly beautiful. But it seems like they just want to talk about police brutality, but they're not talking about how really all Black Lives Matter as well, where it's you know in the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sexual assault, and how you know there's the issues with. Um, you know, that aspect of it, how black women don't have fair access to medical resources and all these things. And so my, I guess my question is, or just what I want to, you know, hear from you guys is like, does it seem like black lives matter has kind of lost what it really means? Because it seems like people just want to talk about police brutality and they don't want to say her name or they don't want to talk about the black trans women that are getting killed at disproportionate rates. Like, is it enough you know what i'm saying like is it is it minimizing what really is going on to just try to focus on some little this these little blue bad guys when really it's like hey fam like we got hella hell of fucking work to do
2: i have like mixed feelings on it sure. because i don't think that the black lives matter movement has forgotten or has like you know isn't like staying true to what it was made for black lives matter movement was made for police brutality like that is what it was for that is why the hashtag exists that's why the hashtag was created because obviously there's not enough police accountability so it's doing precisely what it was designed to do i agree that the conversation is obviously far larger than just police accountability for police brutality. But like that is the purpose of Black Lives Matter that is the original mission or like motivator for that hashtag, right? Like, so I think that it's doing precisely what it was supposed to do. I think the difference between like what you're describing, right, like black trans lives that are, you know, or just LGBTQ in general that are being lost or, access to medical care or better treatment for black women right and especially during childbirth and that kind of thing all of those are other issues but those are social issues that are solved by policy what the reason why black lives matter is intentional and i think it should remain intentional about black lives lost at the hands of police and obviously we need to be clear and making sure that other and men in general are mm-hmm. held accountable for saying her name so i agree and i appreciate you saying that but i think the reason why it should remain focused on um police accountability is because that is state state sanctioned violence and that is different than you know creating policies in a hospital that indicate you know better treatment for black women right or saying like okay if you're denying me treatment i want you to um what do you call it they like you can ask your doctor to like add that to the file like i want you to write it down that you denied me this care right there's ways that we take action that are on things that are not necessarily the same type of state sanctioned violence that police brutality is. And that in and of itself deserves a different level of attack. Like the concept that a person can murder me for nothing, unarmed, right. and I can lose my life and no one is held accountable. And not only that, are they protected by the law that says they could do it again tomorrow. And there's yep. nothing they can do about it. Like, there's something very, very different, and mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. insidious about that specifically versus like, we could solve, you know, other things, right? Like Black trans lives are being lost at the hands of other civilians. It's not, like, sure. it's not police, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a big issue, but like two very different, like state sanctioned violence is very, very, it, it's very different and the impact is far reaching because there's no justice to be had, right? We can sure. yell for, you know, Black trans lives and we can yell and find the person who did it and we can make sure that we hold prosecutors accountable for getting them to justice. but and, but there's laws that protect that we can barely do that with police because there oh. are no laws that ensure that we can get justice like mm-hmm. you can't hold anybody accountable you can't ask well. for justice because there is no avenue for it and that is why i think it should be and remain specific until we've got you know qualified immunity banned in all 50 states like that's what i want that's I think a, like, we have
0: what one state. I Your home
2: Colorado. That's it. Shout out to us, but that's all. That's the we are the only state that has done anything that actually will change the impact of police accountability. Wait wait a second,
1: wait a second. You're the only state who's done anything. Haven't like 30 states had Black Lives Matter on the streets in their cities? What are you talking about?
2: (laughs) Because that's exactly what we asked for, right?
1: What?
2: Oh my God. (laughs) That's what we need. It's gonna change my life that you fucking named it Black Lives Matter (laughs) Boulevard. I'm still gonna get gunned down on that fucking block though. So
1: right, seriously.
2: That's that would be a damn shame. And it will happen. It will happen. You think in DC somebody not gonna die on that street? They 100 percent are. I'm just waiting for how long it will take. They will hundred percent die on that street at the hands of as
0: as someone that's from DC, like like fuck that fuck that painting or mirror or whatever that is.
2: I could
0: have did that with some color browns. Like, what does that mean for me? Nothing.
2: Get that
1: shit out of here, bro. Facts. Facts. Okay. And so, okay. So, uh, honestly, uh, Makita, I I think um, you said that really well, right? Because really it's. Just about – it's really just about, like, the opportunity for justice, right? Like, we know if someone is killed at the hands of a civilian, like, that there are avenues for prosecution and justice and things like that. Uh, but you're, you're 100% right. Like, when it comes to a a state or, you know, federal institution doing these things and there's no accountability in any way, like, there needs to be a conversation. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue away um, sure. because we talked about – You know, the presidential election, we talked about, you know, uh, how messy that's going to be. But (laughs) I believe the greatest living artist of all time (laughs) is running for president in 2020. And while I am the hugest Kanye stan, I'm not going to be mad obnoxious right now because we're having a really good conversation.
2: (laughs) I'd rather die (laughs) after Kardashian West
1: as a fucking first lady. I can't. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna need you to sorry, hold on. No. I'm, I'm gonna sorry. need y'all to reel that energy. You know, I'm wait, I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. Go ahead. I'm continue. continue y'all me. to reel
1: that energy, and because Kim Kardashian West has been getting, you know, folks freed from prison, so she's out that here in these. Thing thing. I can ever give her credit for. Hey, it's something. It's more than whatever Shorty's name is, in the White House has ever done right now. So
2: of course she did not want to be there. That tells me <laughs> <laughs> the What you look like? Uh, uh,
1: but like I know how I feel. I would love to hear like when you heard that Kanye announced that he's running for president in twenty twenty. Like, Absolutely. what were your thoughts? Like, how do you, how do how do y'all feel about it? Sierra, you too, right? Tuesday. Yeah, what did y'all? How um, you feel? So
2: I breathed a very heavy sigh and then I closed out of the app in which I saw it on, and then I yeah. whispered to myself, "Kanye, go sit your ass down somewhere, please." That's what that was my reaction. Like that was like my candid reaction. I put my phone down. I'm just so tired. I think it's like I, I I love what it i I genuinely love what it symbolizes, right? It really genuinely symbolizes the American dream from 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 like end to end. It Anybody really does to do it. It really does, right? Like I so I enjoy what it symbolizes, right? Like a black boy from the South side of Chicago can change his entire life and make enough money through his Not sheer just talent. A black boy. But you get what I'm saying? His sheer talent. Through determination and effort, right? He has changed his entire circumstance and has gotten to a place where he can, where he can do that, right? So I love like the story that it tells, but for me, it's like I, you can't speak about like international relations, like you can't be the leader of the free world based on the fact, the sheer fact that you do not have the capacity to do so. And neither I would, could 45. neither could,
1: could forty five. I know it's I
2: gonna want... be a repeat, but black, yeah, not like that. You know what I'm saying? I just want there to be he loves readers. Donald Trump. So this is that's a problem. I actually he loves don't know if he does. I feel like it was he, all a publicity stunt now that I have let's read. Oh talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. Kind of no. was it kind of was, which I hate him for doing it that way, but he's kind of genius if it is but yes, but I yes, mean, yes, the man yeah. has never he has never donated money to any campaign that was not democratic. He's never donated money to the Trump campaign. He wanted to be able to be in the room to have conversations. Let's he wanted go. to be, in the, his wife to be in the room to have conversations to get people freed. And I'm like, I see that he was, it was a strategy for the long game, which I fuck with because the one way to understand what somebody's really doing is to follow the dollars. And yes. that is where the dollars point. But I digress. So I'm like, I didn't love the language that he used in talking about slavery or any of those things. And I'm definitely not Team Kanye on that front. However, if that is really the strategy in the long game for trying to change people's experiences and no, change people's lives, no. like I can't be mad at a person. People for are doing already laughing at us right now. Because but I was going to say, I would love to have a leader of the free world again. I want a person who is. Educated on policy and law, and understands the way that the U.S. interacts with foreign countries and p- creates foreign policy, and the impact that we have on the world. That is what I want in a leader. I want a person who understands what we need in order to change the lives of children every day. That we have six million kids that go home hungry every single day. That's what I, like, get my I want. You you know what I'm saying? He's uh, garbage too. He's he also not Like I want hey, a garbage. I want, give me fucking Elizabeth Warren. That's what I want. Listen, Listen.
0: I uh, Even
2: give me to Bernie Sanders.
0: Give me someone knows who them knows them what they're
2: they're
0: doing. to pay her tab. She's out. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, there's no way Kanye West is qualified to be. He's not. Like wait wait, wait wait a second
1: wait a second don't, president don't, the president of the United States? States no you no, gotta sorry. use a better word what do you mean qualified we have a reality I, okay, we have a reality okay. star as our president right now so he's, the bar now? He's, a bar now? he's nope. the bar now he's bar now he's not the bar clearly he won he
0: won so he won he stole an election he stole an election bro who hasn't
1: fuck you talking about okay
0: so so Barack Obama stole an election.
1: I mean, that
0: fair and square. Okay.
1: Thank Listen, you. Bro, so now, if we gonna talk about what Barack, if we go, if we gonna have a Barack so, Obama conversation, like let's, let's let's put it in the context. put it personally in the what, context. Like, come on, G. Like, personally, come on, what I would what? like,
0: personally, what I would like, like Nikita said, is someone who is who has the experience. Is that a better word for you? The experience to to run a country. Yes. Like, like, in my opinion, coming into an election. I think Hillary Clinton was the most experienced president.
2: Yes. He's already been in the, the
0: Oval office. Without
2: question, the most qualified person. For Senator,
0: Secretary of State, First Lady. Like people hate people hate her, but she was the most experienced they have, coming in. They
2: hate women. Like, I...
0: Exactly. Let's talk about <laughs> that. And the same reason why Elizabeth Warren like like get Elizabeth Warren
2: was like that we bitch. All the plans. She had more policy <laughs> I mean, plans than even right. Hillary Clinton did. There has yet to be a presidential candidate that was yeah. more prepared than Elizabeth Warren. There was no. And one.
1: Liz got washed too. She got washed. Like she, like she never really even had a chance. And I thought that she would actually be the most compelling candidate. Like. And she was. I voted vote for. Her.
2: I hella voted for Elizabeth Warren. And
0: I voted for Hillary Clinton in the primary and in the, in the general. But you know, things happen. Yeah. Are but I'm I'm definitely not. Has Kanye West even filed paperwork? No.
1: No, he hasn't filed. No, he actually hasn't filed paperwork. And he
0: it's, and if he if he does, he'd be running as independent, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. I just. I mean, also, yeah. Also, the fact that we're talking about this off of a tweet is hilarious to me. Like, yeah.
2: Right. And also the fact that like that's where we're at as a country. We're yeah. getting news and crazy things from our president from tweets. I have never read so many tweets from a president. Barack Obama okay. would use his stuff for what it was supposed to use for. Trump, he's over here being racist as shit, having like temper tantrum. In, yeah, kung fu, and I'm, I'm still mad at China. All I you know, know all I know, is that no one will ever be able to tell Kris Jenner anything if her fucking child is the first lady of the United States. Ever, oh. he was able to flip her child from being a wannabe video vixen and closet organizer. Into the wife of the leader of the free world, right. Crazy. Chris Jenner deserves every documentary. She deserves Crazy. her power. She is not a she, better business mind around for her to create that dynamic
1: right. out of Let's out talk of thin, about out
2: of, out of thin air. Chris Jenner works harder than the devil. I'm telling you, out of listen thin air, yeah. she created an entire uh, <laughs> like an entire. Empire, she literally did. her second penis. Isn't she showed it. The American, <laughs> like, you know what? We're gonna flip this and we're right. gonna make a shake. This is what we're gonna do. And then started a, a reality show that has changed reality show or reality TV as we know it. Like, has created for an entire empire for all of her kids to be famous for doing nothing. She created an entire empire for all of her children I'm gonna I'm gonna one, one of her kids I'm being a hoe. That's it. One of her kids was yeah, a hoe. And she made it shake for her entire family.
1: And they copied that, that from Paris Hilton, so it wasn't even original.
2: Bro, A and shitty me. sex tape. She wasn't even good.
1: It was okay. so bad. It was so bad. I still love Kim though. Let's not let's not slander Kim though. No. I, nah.
2: I mean, but, and think about how how rich and untouchable their family's about to be. They got all them damn grandkids now. But half them green kids is black, and I'm fucking with it. And I'm with it. They better do something with it. <laughs> hey, they do something with it. Get Penelope and Aiden. Can you and imagine my fucking T- T- Tristan Thompson in the White House, goddamn?
1: Bruh. <laughs> <Jesus>. and, they're, <laughs> and they're shooting hoops on uh, Barack Obama's uh, basketball. Yeah. <inaudible>
2: I can't take it. This can't be the world. I promise you, if, if nothing else, I'm already sell. being pushed to wanting to be an expat, but I promise you, if this is where we're we, we going, I'm out of here. I can't live here no more. I gotta go. I'm about to go live in... abandoned ship. When All of it can go. go.
0: All right. So really, uh, we, So I think we've sufficiently lightened the mood from our um, <laughs> politics, <laughs> politics uh, segment. I want to continue to lighten the mood before we actually switch to our pop culture. Um, to do it, so listeners. Uh, you can't see us, but I want Sierra to kind of describe what she is sipping from, like the her straw.
2: Oh yeah, please describe the straw, you kind. I was waiting for y'all. To <laughs> oh,
1: I'm just saying that. I'm just not saying what <laughs> your straw was. Wow, yeah. Sierra, <laughs> you are acting up. You are really okay. the
2: day. thing is you got to grab life by the balls. Okay, to get so a good so sit. Come on, Tabitha. So essentially, you know what I'm saying very good so um that (laughs) is my business but so essentially my sister is getting married soon and i'm the maid of honor and i'm in charge of doing the bachelorette party um for any of your listeners that are thinking about getting married no friends that are getting married you should follow melon and bachelorette on instagram and it is um bachelorette things that are catered to and for black women so everything is black there's penis straws i have a penis straw here it has it's very realistic it has veins in it nice little tip and two balls, sizable balls. Sizable balls. You grab when you grab it by the balls, you get more um drink out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ha-ha. <laughs> <I'm here. laughs> that's a good one. And so um everything like everything on the site is just black. Like I got penis confetti, penis plates, there's penis balloons, penis everywhere. And then there's a um a man bingo game that we played. It's like Hilarious. pin the tail on the donkey, but it's like pin the penis on the man. And it comes in all different shades. so it's very inclusive. I love it's it. But in the dark.
1: Yes. Can you can you say that say that information one more time? Melanin just...
2: Bachelorette. Yes. Melanin Bachelorette on Instagram. Black owned business. Great. So I kept essentially this is very usable. So I'm being very sustainable. This is my peanut straw. I keep it in my fanny pack for functions such as this. Out of girl. And I forgot it was in there. Dicks for the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. you know. Look we at don't God. Drink off of like cup cups. We have to have straws.
1: Mm-hmm. Look you at know, God. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yeah, it's helped me drink very well.
2: So stupid. Tune tell us what's next.
1: Okay, so
0: <laughs> we're gonna switch into our or you guys' pop culture uh, Ooh. section. Ooh. And the streets are ablaze with this uh kind of story of Get this Nigga John. <laughs> of our of I don't know what to call it this relationship, but Will and Jada have been
1: Life Partners.
0: Life Partners for a while now, and they've been <laughs> helping out a young man named August Alsina, and he dro- He announced that he's dropping an album.
2: It already dropped?
0: Uh, you know? Yeah, he already dropped this I uh, heard the Part it. Of 3, State of Emergency, dropping a, a five-part series on YouTube, and then he sat down with Angela Yee, and he had an interview where he uh-huh. talked about his... yeah Yes, of all people. <laughs> right. Where he talked about his love for Jada. And there were some like like lines about you know basically if he died today he would be happy because he he experienced the love of Jada and so
1: <laughs> it's well, more I than that, you did. that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: I did too. He was saying like what he was saying was he felt like he like gave everything to that relationship like mm-hmm. he was able. to his full self to a person which he was saying like he feels grateful for experiencing which I could I related to like not everybody like gets to experience like, that like depth of love like I hope that that's something I get to experience I, so love, I love he was communicating, communicating full self okay me. so he was like communicating like listen like I gave that relationship that person everything that I had and I'm like if I, if I die today I could say like I have experienced like loving a person in their entirety or like with my full self and I was like uh, okay I, I'm I, mad that it's Jada but like she red. Okay. Table, she red <laughs> table talked his ass. She he slapped her in on them cake. She finessed him, and he went inside, and it was warm. And
1: wait, <sighs> wait, 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 wait. Sierra, hold on. So, so the red table talk already happened.
2: Uh, no, no. Right? no, it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. She, oh, she's. She, uh, she's she,
1: a, I know she's right. about to. Right? She's about yeah. to. Right? Put her
2: on red table talk herself. But this is Jada, so she metaphorically speaking, she could be going to her secret closet and bringing herself to the red table talk. I need a red table talk. Tomorrow to drop. Right. I don't even know. You don't get even covered. need a red table I want you to get on Instagram live and tell us what happened, sis. Yeah.
0: So, so a little so, bit of background. A little bit of background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. August, gotta, yeah. August he was battling addiction. He
2: still is. He still is. He has ongoing. lot of
0: Sorry. Yeah. Still yeah. An addiction. And he saw Will and Jada as like kind of like uh I guess it's kinda parent it's figures. Parents it's it, like the lion's blurred, right so uh, like idols maybe idols is I, a good the word. idols who kind of help him through who helping him through his addiction and what mm. a lot of people feel is that they Jada kind of took advantage of him yeah. yeah so do you do you agree with her taking advantage of him
2: I control. think, I think, I think, I think, I think, if the story itself is true, then the answer would be yes, right? Like, if he was looking to them for guidance and support as they projected it, right? Like, we've taken him under our wing to help him through, like, what he's going through and in his, you know, in his career, where he to support and guide, like, as people who have been through this or done this before, and they embraced him and welcomed them, him into their family, and so I think that there is some real. Like that is what other people do. Other people groom people in that same way, right? Like you welcome them, you and like you support them, you welcome them to your family and you treat them like one of your own and that you let them relax around you and trust you with their deepest darkest secrets and what they're going through and you support them. And then all of a sudden it becomes sexual. And this is a person who is, 25 years younger than she is right like that's a person that is confiding in you and trusts you and is looking to you for guidance and support and that's a kind of relationship that you have and then at some point you switch and you're like well also but if I'm there if it was a right. man we would have a problem with that if we had yep. if we had that, a 19 year old boy or girl but. and a 40 something 50 something year old woman and a, or yeah like a, a man and a 19 year old girl we would be like you're this a fucking creep her. Yeah. but this, but so I have the so I've had I I I agree yeah, but then at the same time I'm kind of like well if you have a pill addiction I'm here for you you share your secrets with me is it really my fault that you would like to um, give me head? Yeah, and then you go crazy.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> so so if <laughs> I'm if I'm,
2: I'm like she's drying his tears and then his head slipped into her lap. No. <laughs>
0: So if, oh, I'm, wow. if, I'm a man, if I'm a man and I know I'm definitely not leaving, leaving my wife and I find a little young thing on the side and I'm like, well, here's the deal. I'm not leaving my wife, but we can still do whatever we do. And and then she happens to fall in love with me. People are still going to say, as an older person, you knew what you were doing and she's younger. So you took advantage of her emotionally. Well wait a
1: second. Well wait a second, Tunde, right? Because from everything that I understand about the story as well, right? Like August had a conversation with Will. He sat down and and got Will's blessing, you know, as to say, like, hey man, like, you know, we're not doing nothing behind your back. I mean, but so did Jada. Jada said this shit's not true, right? Like
2: she probably definitely gave her head. Somebody was getting yeah, out all the only thing I was saying was if it's true that that's like what their like relationship originated as then I think there's a problem right versus like
1: what would the problem I, be like, everybody like, was everybody was complicit what was the problem No I'm she saying I'm saying was like, like I'm not
2: leaving my red table No 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 anymore. no that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is the 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 scenario in which I think that she has taken advantage of him is if I'm saying like if the relationship did not start out romantic, right? The reason why you jumped in was to help support me through what I was going through, because they do that. They reach in to other people, young people in the industry when they see they're having problems and Mm -hmm. offer them support and counsel. That is literally what Will and Jada do. So that is how you swept in to this person's life, a young person, because he was like 19 then, he's 20 something now, but he was like 19. So if you reach in and you say, I see this black man, this black man struggling and we wanna offer you support, to help you with our resources and what have you like, and it's not romantic. That's where I'm saying. Like this person leaned on you both and trusted you and you have then take advantage of him. Then not only was he addicted to drugs, but then he was sick. Like you have taken advantage of a person that you said you were here to support through what they're going through. That's what I'm saying. I think that the, there is a different dynamic when a person is vulnerable and that is how you're mentoring and leading that person. Like that's some grooming that is that we're describing. If that's really true, versus if it was romantic, like from the outset, and he's just young and she's older. Yes, she should know better, but like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, but if you both go into it, like understanding, we grown, yeah, yeah, grown,
1: yeah, yeah. are grown. That's
2: one thing. But if it goes from I'm mentoring you, and that's like what the support is, and you shift the game when a person is vulnerable, and also you're 30 years older than him. Like, if she was a man, we would all be like. You're a predator. That's like you're taking advantage. We would be having all we would be raising all kinds of fucking hell. If it was a man who did that to a woman, we would not be okay with that. We would mm-hmm. not make jokes with it. We would not have any of that shit to say. But because she's a woman, we think that the shit is okay. And it isn't. Like right. women are absolutely predators too. Like power and money give you the capacity to do whatever you want, and women are not exempt. I just want that. I agree. That's so,
0: no, that's so real so facts, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of people have been talking about how now that they know, three men that Jada has slept with, they know of Will, they know of August, and they know of possibly Tupac, right? But now they
2: weren't
0: with Tupac, though. I know, I know. But now people are saying like she's like uh basically a pass around, right?
2: That's bullshit. Really? It, it,
0: it, yeah, people on the online have been saying that. Which, Which I is think crazy. Like, first of all, it's bullshit. For listen. three dudes, she's okay. a mess around for three people, dudes. Th- that's what people have been saying. What? Yeah. Yes.
2: Jada Pinkett Smith, Shakira, Alcina. <laughs> 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 Men funny. do it all the time.
0: I, I know it's
1: it's it's but crazy. Also, it's crazy was talking to me too.
2: about fucking Tupac, she was like sixteen, wasn't
0: even didn't even but know well yet. Will yet. but
2: Will, she I think she what she was with Will while Tupac was alive.
0: No, because yeah, Will, Will, Will was married to his first wife. Was right. he married
2: to his yeah, first yeah. That's wife. what I'm saying. They yeah. were not together yet. Like, uh, well, Will, because Will did talk about some of his hangups with that relationship, though. Well, it makes sense. I mean, I think what people are getting at is the fact that she's so pressed on Tupac still, or how she talks about their relationship is what people are like. I, yeah. that feels disrespectful. But their relationship is like it predates Will and Jada. But the way yeah. she discusses
0: Tupac, yeah. Yeah, like we talk we're about talking Tupac. about like, Tupac, oh my
1: god, like Love. yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, well, when I saw the Breakfast Club interview with Will Smith, he was talking about that Tupac was still alive while they got together because he was saying how he was really, you know, uncomfortable being in the same room as Tupac, and it really kind of hindered his ability to kind of have a relationship with Tupac because Jada had such love for him and such reverence that it was like, yo, Shorty, like, you, I know you love this man. man. Man.
2: Don't be with a man.
1: But Shit. you with the fresh prince, like what you want me to do? Like I'm still that. Dude. Like, come on, fam, what you talking you about? that guy. Like, what you want? Right, right. Yeah, that's all. So, I talk so, about
0: me. so, so another, another thing no one talks about is, so you everyone has seen. Have you guys seen that clip where Jade is at the red table and she's talking about like, okay, I don't care what happens in our marriage, mm-hmm. but if if you if you gotta be with your person on this side of the house and you gotta be with your person, I gotta be my person on this side of the house. We gonna be in this house together, whatever, right? So yeah. the question is, who the hell is Will with? All right. All right, that's what I'm a saying. Lot of people if are this...
2: speculating it's a man.
0: What? A lot of people what?
2: are saying that. Like a lot of people are saying, like, for some that's all I've seen is like online people are saying, Well, you guys know that. Remember the first movie that Will Smith did? He's probably messing with a man.
1: Well, they said that it was uh, they said it was that one dude that was married to uh uh what's her name? Shoot, like what's the dude named Dwayne something. Uh, Come on, man! Oh, oh. Are...
2: Tisha Campbell, Dwayne Martin. They're saying that yes, he's... they said it
1: was Dwayne Martin. Why? Yeah, what? Like they what was... said, Will Smith was getting that broke off. G, like they yeah. gave... <laughs> he was. Getting...
2: What would he indicate that? Though? Wait, 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 wait. The will... The red tape? What,
1: what, was Will Smith
0: getting broken off, or was Will Smith doing a breaking off? I, don't know. I feel like I I Will Smith is
1: more of like a dominant. He character. sounds like
0: he's pitching, not catching.
1: I don't know, fam. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Will Smith <laughs> would be catching. I feel like he's in such control of every aspect of his life that sexually it would be like the opposite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just wants to
2: be free. So men, some men probably like that. They're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired of being in control. Time well, all day. Do. So I just want to, I just want to lay on my back and be in like. See,
0: see I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I see. Me I either. I'll <laughs> see a white woman over a man.
1: Nah, bro. No nah, no I don't know. I don't know.
2: We going to be white, you know. Nah. There.
1: I don't okay. Know. I don't think Jada would go for that shit either. Way. She'd be I like, don't know, anybody." she have a,
2: a, a Dominican chick from Baltimore or something like. Right. I,
1: not, I feel like she would let him fuck a white man before a white woman, G. Low <laughs> <Well>, probably. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know,
2: because white man would probably have money, so you know. Facts. NDA. <laughs> she didn't. She slipped through the cracks
1: on this one. It's the lawyer or some <laughs> shit, right? Like.
2: She gotta put this out tomorrow because I'm sick of waiting. Cause red table talk usually comes out on Monday, so if they if it comes out tomorrow, I'm gonna I'm gonna wet my little not. pants. It's probably not. coming out tomorrow. They gotta they they camp gotta they legal team gotta walk them through so much shit before she get on there and talk about what. Nigga, it, it's been three days. How much you gotta talk? A lot. What's There's something? probably so many things that they could be liable for. I'm telling you, that's, I'm telling you, I really think that that she took advantage of that poor man. I do. I, I,
0: I, agree. I agree. She, I think she took. I way. feel
2: like he. <laughs> Them cakes got slapperini. She was like, I'm not leaving this house and Will. And he was like, damn. And so then he was like, went a little crazy. But from his perspective, he said that, you know, she like he said, I, I talked to like I talked to Will or whatever. Like he knew that she wasn't going to leave him. He's the way she talks, like, no one in their right mind could think that Jada was only her husband. But she talked about that, about like, I'm never, we're never getting but, divorced.
0: We could live our separate lives. But, but really quickly. Uh uh-huh. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> how many? How many women like have you heard of? And like, oh, I slept with a married man, and he said he's gonna leave his wife, or he said he wouldn't, but I, I can change. I can change his mind. Maybe. You know, can change his mind. I know, can put it on him. Like, what makes different?
2: Like, this is why this is so big. You Usually, see a woman doing this. Like, but you said you were gonna leave her, and we were gonna have a life. Right. And he was like, and I was just like, you said that we were gonna move into the west wing of the house, and now I'm mm. Right, it's all stupid. The pe- People who believe that shit are stupid. I just want to know how. it period. I just want to. I just want to know how it was because <laughs> I, so I, I, I need to understand what. That's what about That's everybody it. else is so basic That's that it is Give not? Ain't nobody did an interview That's with it. you about me talking about they was crying. You know what I'm saying? I've made niggas cry. That's crazy. Oh, okay. I made niggas okay. cry in their closets about
0: me. Oh okay. Okay, so hold on. on. But hold on. Have you made niggas wish
1: or be happy to die? I don't know. Yeah, hold on. If I could if I could add my personal note in here, like making a, a nigga cry is different from like Making him cry because he loved you so much. Sometimes women I just do foul it. shit and like a real nigga just No, that's not what I meant. From...
2: I mean I've had a man cry over like about me, like, loving me so much is what I'm saying. No. I'm not even okay, lie to you. Mm-hmm. I have also made niggas cry off, you know, like like ruining your life. Like I, that, need, that, I need my tears returned. So yeah, I wanna make shit if you tear.
1: I right. can't. So, so Y'all we, about to, we, I'm about to get triggered. I'm about to be triggered today. That's my sugar, John. That's my sugar, John.
2: So, so, I don't so, really want to make you cry, but you know, sometimes I just want niggas to feel
1: the pain. Hey, hey, make me cry, Sierra. What's up, man? What's up? Hey, 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 <laughs> hey I got you. <laughs> hey, I got you. Wow. Wow. Oh,
0: All right. So, pretty really, really quickly. So, that's like the we're gonna like call it the end of our current events politics pop culture section. And we have a section or a segment that we like to do called waxing hypotheticals. Ooh. Let's do it. And for this week, we're gonna bring back a question that we already did, but we wanna, you know, get your take on it because we, clearly we were two men, two black men talking about it, and there wasn't a lot of uh, diversity of of opinion. So we're gonna bring it back. So okay the question this week is, uh, if you could change your sex or your race, which one would you choose? So, you two being this black woman, that means if you could become a white man, no, a white woman or a black, black man, man, which one would you choose?
2: Okay, wait, before we answer, what did you guys answer? Would you rather become a black woman or a white man?
0: I chose, I chose a black woman on <laughs>
1: Like, uh, my answer was a little more nuanced <laughs> uh-huh. my heart says my heart says black woman all day yeah my head says let me get some of that white man privilege g <laughs> my Shit. head says i want some of that white man privilege and i'm and like and that's just me being as most honest as i can be about that question sure. like
2: that yesterday, I said I would rather be a white man, I wouldn't
1: want to be a white woman. That sucks. No, but you don't, know, so, it's, so, it's not, it's not
2: white both. It's black it's for a black man, but if we're, or white woman, but if I, if I was them answering that question, I would say white. Man. Oh, yeah, I'm for a white woman. woman. Yeah. That's why my answer is I'd be a black man because there's nothing on the planet that ever made me want to be a white woman like, literally, never. Yeah, that's like nothing. I'm never black man,
1: yeah, without question for various
2: reasons. I, just, I, you
1: know, okay, so wait, so okay, so it sounds like both of you guys are very strongly. Black man category. Uh, What are the? I feel like there's different reasonings for it though. Like, so what are the different reasons?
2: Uh, (laughs) My reasons (laughs) are like, mine probably ain't either. (laughs) But I feel like I wouldn't want to be a white woman because the concept of like having having an existence where everything you have is stolen from other people is like a concept I can't like. Why would I leave? the my the original form right like the original woman to go be a person who then has to go get like lip fillers to look like this and like do all kinds of things and go tan and get silicone for my titties or my ass cheeks to get it because it can't be home like why would i want to leave the original form to go be a person who everything about them is now becoming what we look like because it's trendy why would i do that i am the original and there's nothing about you that would indicate like why would i want to live in that space yeah. And shit. Why? And if I'm Breach. a black man, I can finesse all the white women to give me what I want. You feel me? Which in turn <laughs> comes from the white men. So I'm going to play everybody and then I'm going to have a penis and I'm going to get it sucked. Okay. During the week. going to be a day. Yep. I'm going to hey. get it sucked.
0: If I was hey, a- hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Really quickly. That. Really quickly. So you think, <laughs> I'm going to ask you your opinion on this. Okay. Do you think? You said you get your penis sucked. So you think getting your penis sucked would feel better than getting your clit
1: licked? Oh, tinder. I don't know. not find that I can't. A clit is just
2: a teeny penis, so if but
1: it has more nerve endings.
0: It
2: me, if it feels great on me, then I can only imagine what a big penis feels like. Like a clit is literally right. a tiny penis. So, but it right? feels amazing if you get in the hole,
0: you know. But the clit, the clit is a smaller space and it has yeah.
1: way more nerve endings. Yeah. It's- I know. That's why it's excellent. that's science. That's we science. Mean, we love it. Too. I mean, we mean, it. want to keep I want to know. It feels like. What does
2: it feel like for your balls to get sucked on? I want to know that. Like, but see, for me, I wouldn't even think about it. For me, like wanting to experience that is not actually about like the feeling of like you know somebody's mouth on you or whatever that you might want be. Want to be outside, huh? Me too. Yes, yes that. But know. then too, I want to understand what that there is something dominant about that, right? Like as women inherently, yeah. we are we take on what is given to us, right? Like. I am taking on, like if I sleep with a man, right? I am taking what you're giving me. There's nothing that I can actually give you, right? You don't take me into you. So the concept of like, I can give you like you know what I'm saying? Like that that, like that energy. I can do this and it doesn't hurt. Or like that that exchange. I can I I can slap some kicks to smithereens. And it won't hurt. <laughs> if you know what it feels like to be on the other side of this, of taking it, right. <laughs> like, hurts. I want to give it one time. It looks like you can <laughs> do with a strap on, but, you know,
0: yeah, I wanna, it's not want the I want to be able percent. to look down
2: at a woman like...
0: I'm tearing yeah, that it. shit up, goddamn. But not on a flat back. <laughs> you know I mean, women can do the Amazon position. You said you could do what? You yeah. can do the Amazon position. The 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 Amazon. Picture.
1: What is? The, wait, what's the Amazon position today? You, you're teaching me something right now. Ahead, do y'all know see, what this you, is? See, you've, you've seen it. You've seen it we like
0: it's like a man is still penetrating a woman right but she's like on top and it's, it looks like she's fucking him
1: but oh
0: <laughs> amazon says
1: amazon position googling. I'm googling yeah I'm googling let's see look I amazon I you know you're talking about I oh, think- oh shit it's like so the dude is like laying yeah, on his we're, back we're his the
2: length is like on- that's yeah, shit- like like gay vibe so like, that look looks, at that. Like, that looks like, like she's that. disrespecting that man. He could never look me in my eye after that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's got his head over, his legs
1: over. I'd right, like, are like, you uh, talking
2: to? You want to try to boss I, me around after that? I fuck the shit out of you? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. I don't, yeah, like that. Like, I don't like that look. Like I'm not about to slurp and jerk. I like like I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the I wear the pants in the relationship after that. If that's what we do, yeah, I, I'm not I'm no problem. I'm the, the boss. do make me a fan. Okay, okay. And yeah, like, no, I don't like that. No. But I, I do like men's butts, so that well, they're good to look at, yeah, because they're just, they're just so muscular and just, cute to squeeze, you know. Just you can, like pop a little, they don't want to talk about men's butts, they're, they're great. I mean, like, have you ever like a men with black? I'd be like. That's this sucks. ain't going to work. That's how men be yeah. feeling with girls with no ass. That's me and, like, me and, two day, me and two
1: day over here, quiet as hell. Me and two Day over here, quiet as hell. Like, oh, yeah, okay, men's butts. All right, y'all got it. it.
2: But y'all got to feel the same way. But y'all like, are athletic, so you good. Girls with no ass, like, that feels really boring to me. Like, a man with no ass is almost worse.
1: No, it's not Ooh. worse. It's I don't think so. It's not worse. Like, flat, and then, like, a little line drawn. Like, I ain't going to lie to y'all. Like, I ain't going to lie to y'all. i I be... I be fake thick over here but I'm pretty I'm pretty light in the ass, G. Like, like <laughs> I ain't got Like I ain't got I ain't got nothing to hide, bro. Like it's a little I light back here, G. Answer.
2: But men have I, I, men are muscular. So it, you might yeah. be like a person but you might still have like yeah, a juicy like booty. A,
1: mm. yeah, I got a little I got a little poke, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, it's a I'm, muscle, I'm,
2: like the best the best men booties are track booties and football, football booties. booties.
1: Yeah. That's how no beef I feel with a woman. Like facts Prack. volleyball and volleyball and volleyball. And volleyball
2: and that's the thing. That was me. Yes,
1: me. I like soccer legs. I like soccer legs too. Yeah. Cause they're Halloween. Yeah, soccer legs are great. I'm, okay.
2: I'm a part of the booty on the low team. Right. <laughs> like, I just gotta add. Enough to grab and that's it. <laughs> well, I have some for you. I've got I think with two C's every yeah. I can I can, I can, can do give a lot some. of body transformations right now. <laughs> I can give you some of what I'm trying to you get can rid give me of. Some and it's and true. I'll take some of what you got going on over there, and I will
1: just. Is, do that is there stuff. a is there like is there like an underrated like muscle group on a men on a man that you guys find attractive like calves or like backs or
2: chest and back. I love a good clavicle. I love a good clavicle on
1: get somebody, get Sierra, please.
2: The are you like? Are you like Ooh, and, then you play, and then you put like a nice little gold chain around it. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> I'd be that's like,
1: "Like this? It's, it's,
2: it's just—it's just like a thing." She likes like like to see that collarbone. a collarbone, like—I don't know—makes me feel like a woman. Chest, back, and arms do it for me, but I guess those probably aren't underrated. Those are probably those like are very underrated. Do you see a man with a good, good little
1: neckline? That's yeah. not a muscle. <laughs> jawline does <laughs> it for me too. A, a jaw jawline—that is
2: a muscle. It's right here. You can break it. That's, much you need to that's pitch, a bone, that. you clown. That's oh, a bone. Muscle. Okay,
0: what's another one? Give us another yeah, one. Trap? You mean you you see me, you're trapped? Like this, like right like here. this shit here. Like oh, this I love
2: here. that. Yeah, I and I think that. I see. I consider that. I guess I was thinking about the back with that too, though. But like, it's like a muscular back. Like that. I so. actually have built in traps, but that's only because my bras is working overtime. <laughs> so I'd be looking like, I'd be looking like, I'd be like in the gym. gym. But
1: it's like, so ke- some so am
2: make- Huh.
1: Makita, you'd be fine if your dude skipped leg day and he was just, like, cut up up here. Like, just no, all it's got to be, ba- be balanced. All of this shit, like, back crazy <laughs> traps.
2: Right. You can't be like, what did Kevin Hart say about his uncle that went to jail that was just, like, all chest. <laughs> like, that ain't you. I don't need that. I need you to be balanced. But I guess I'm attracted to men who are, like, taller, more sizable because I'm also tall and not a small person. So I, like a man who is like a <laughs> solid person. So it like does it for me. Oh, because I'm, like. not, I'm I'm big. Like I'm a big person. So like you can't have skinny legs. How you again? I'm
0: 5'9". Okay. So then yeah. I'm
2: looking at a... But with heels on, I'm six foot. So you got to be at least mm-hmm. over six feet, right? Because then if your legs are really skinny, then I'd be looking at mine. Damn. That's crazy. Like That's a thigh. Yeah, I'd be like, damn, I'm thicker than you are. Like then I'm self-conscious. So I can't date men who are like, you, I, I need I, you to go. I, 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 I guess there. it
0: depends, right? Like, cause like, I don't have dated skinny. Days. I mean, my 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 legs are kind of slim, but like I can squat like like 350. So oh, you wow. can pick people
2: up. You can hold them. You got it. You yeah. got it. Look, 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 look. Look at 2 days. Look at 2 days. You can't <laughs> can, can pick me up and be shaking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey,
1: I look am, at 2 days. Baby it's baby 2 days. You know I can squat work. a lot of weight.
0: got to be able to pick me up. I got right? Right. Put that out there. Like, can like, you? Can he can said, smile. "Don't try to do it." Right. He said, "I right.
1: still got I, it." I, I squat hella weight too, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 <Just laughs> ain't no little niggas on I this. Ain't no little niggas on this. No, I
2: got it. <laughs> I'm tall than Jason. so I. She got the long way. I I feel mm-hmm. tall, but I'm not. She's tall. But then I always get the average height. Doesn't work for me.
1: I'm too. tall. It works because
2: I'm because you're short. I'm, I'm too sure. tall for
1: that. What about an average dude with above-average confidence? Doesn't well, it doesn't
2: balance out usually? It could no, work. That. For the smaller people, <laughs> it, it works work. for the smaller people. But yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people that like to climb trees. They do, like, but like, you are you can't count all the little people. I have out. tried to be kind though, and I have gone out with men who are shorter <laughs> than me. I'll raise his hand. I had was like, hey. I have gone out with men who like gone on dates with men who are shorter than me because I wanted to be like, okay, like I'm an equal opportunity, you know, person, and I can't just like shit on niggas <laughs> who I think are like fun and good looking just because they might be shorter than I am. So I tried, and then at the end of the night when he tried to kiss me, I was like, you see, this is it's where like, hey, this uh, is where respectful now, right? Like, am I gonna uh, bend down to kiss you every time? Like, I don't, I'm not gonna do that. Did you kiss him in the mouth? No, because I just looked and I was like, "There's really no way that we're she, making."
1: She kissed him <laughs> on the forehead, like, "Oh, right, like, no. like, did you put your uh, <laughs> did you put your hand around <laughs> the back of his neck? <laughs>
2: did
0: You put your hand around the back of his neck and then like kind of kind
2: of yeah.
0: lean down. Ugh, it, it, I it, I what do you think about women cuddling men? I like being the Is big spoon
2: weird? or in the bed, just like girls being the, like, yeah, be the big spoon.
0: Oh, yeah, girls being the big
2: spooner. I'm like i like,
0: fuck like, with it. Out. In bed, yeah. I'll be a little spoon all day. Hey, listen. I'm, I'm trying to put some titties on my back. Fuck that. Listen. I feel
2: I like I milk. would be open to it, but I also just feel like, I guess most of the time... It makes me feel like a big bitch. No, I... like... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and because I have come big here, chef, it's like, come here, baby. Like, no. I think for me, I no one ever wants me to be the big spoon, but that's because niggas love to feel ass all the time. So usually they're behind oh, me. That's it. Like, nice. I'm not booty that's cheeks, facts. So this all about that. I don't think that, they care that about usually me. leads
1: to something else, too. Big facts. I'm not a good cuddler. I'm not. So, so my my whole stance is like I I'm definitely that's not like my go to, but there's there's some moments where it's like I love to like just cuddle up on some titties and just be like just held like. Get in there,
2: but like, like, that's different than I, being the big spoon though. That's a little. Hey, different. listen. Like, either, way,
1: either way, like I will lay there and you could just you just wrap up on me and be like a little jetpack. Like I'm with this. Sh- jetpack,
2: huh? <laughs> you said just give me the titties. I'm, I, good.
1: I'm with it. But it's, it's 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 rare occasions, it's rare occasions,
2: you know? just want to be this just I get it.
1: If I had to choose,
2: hmm.
0: it's definitely gonna be the ass. Yes. All like, day, all day. So if I appreciate nine you nine times out of ten, I'm gonna be the big spoon. Yeah, yeah, because you want I, the cakes. I don't have any no
2: time cut, I don't know. I cuddle, I just don't like feeling like a big bitch. But also, it's I usually like, like big dudes, so it's like hard me. for me to like. I can't really be the big spoon because I like fundamentally like can't like wrap the way that like y'all could wrap. Like I can't like get mm. around you, make you feel like you know safe and warm. Like nigga, I'm fucking straining over here to even do it. Like it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I can't even get it done in the first place. So like, eh, it depends. We'll
1: so so. Though. So, we've definitely like took a, a huge tangent from the initial question.
2: I didn't remember what the question was. I'm not gonna lie. I
1: know it happens. It happens. This is a good conversation. But <laughs> so, the one thing that stood out to me, though, from your initial answers of like if you would rather be like a man versus a woman or, you know, or a black man versus a white woman, like, yeah. you guys didn't really say anything about like, I guess like the hardships that come with being a woman like professionally and in your careers and stuff like that right like you just like I want to be a man cuz I'm trying to you know slang penis around town Ooh, yeah and uh you know break some hearts every once in a while but you know is that yeah. not a factor in it too or no there is not for me
2: there is nothing about white womanhood that i would want to experience like the kind yeah. of did you get sure but it's not privilege based on skill I just or like, like it's nasty it's like <laughs> like white men woman. like men get like privilege based on the assumption of skill right like men get privileged because they are assumed to be leaders right assumed to be better assume like that comes with like being a man that's the privilege that you get but with white women the privilege that you get is that people assume that you're weak or you need protecting or you can't defend yourself and that's why we mm. have all this language around like oh the police you know got to save the white woman because she can't defend herself so like that's not the kind of privilege I want like I don't want to just be around here because everybody thinks that I need to be cuddled and cuddled because I'm weak like that is literally mm. what that language is like that has I, I don't identify or connect to that in the least. So I don't want to be in the room because somebody thought, or you're in the room because somebody thought, well, we have to have a woman, and we'd rather her be white than be a black or brown person. So you're in here because we'd rather like have this white woman here, but again, not based yeah. on skill. You know, like you know, the number one people who benefit from fucking affirmative action is white women. Like yeah, can't I forget that they do, and they think it's us, but it's literally white women. And I have no interest in getting privilege based on the fact that people think I'm weak and I'm a better choice in picking a person who is actually like skilled and talented, like fuck no. And I None feel of that. <laughs> black men have a power that I would want to tap into. I can't really describe it, but I feel really? like black men are powerful, even though black men are also like at the end of the totem pole with us. Um still I, a step above still, though never still forget. Step above? Okay. That's a thing. It. That's all I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> all right. All right.
2: But I just feel like I wouldn't want to veer from from that, I wouldn't want to veer from being black. There's some because excellent like, rooted in yeah, that. Yeah, just like that—that mean that like being black is dangerous as fuck, but it's lit. Yeah, and I just, that's how I feel about my choice on being a black man. It's very dangerous, but I feel like I can make some things shake because I can, because then I can get back at white women and get what I want. Or I mean, thinking about like how <laughs> we identify, right? There's something to be said I mean, about like to your daddy's trust fund. Okay, there's something to be said about like, like on the BBC tip. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, <laughs> I,
2: mean, I would probably have a really big one. Like, they would probably be like, call me the demolition man. Oh, Jesus, laparinis, <laughs> <laughs> smithereens. Oh, I would do I can't so crazy. You. If I was a dude, you would hate me, I'm sure. Bro, I would, I would already swapped you up. No, it's okay. I probably would have hit <laughs> it and quit it. If it was, I you. would have I I hit it and quit it and made you sold your dream. It's okay. Invest some cream. Have you met me? Have you met me in the street? You don't I want. I would have. You would have met Savage Me, and we would have been fine. We would have done and it, then and would have been fine. And you would have been be like, cutting for me, and it would have been a thing, and we would have been. I hate awesome. you. Okay, okay what I was you. gonna say is, I feel like there is like some. I hate her. Um, there is <laughs> some energy like rooted in blackness. You know, there's like a real yeah, yeah. community. There's a real energy around like who we are and what makes us who we are, and there's something to be said about like. There, like for instance right black women often unfortunately have to think about our race before our gender or, like what our needs are as a yeah. woman or do I make a choice about my race and the for me personally I'm pretty sure Sierra is in the same mm-hmm. camp like I always am choosing my race first and there's something about my identity and all of our identities I would argue that is rooted in that blackness regardless of gender and there's something about giving that up that I just like can't imagine giving yeah. it up because I could be a white woman and there'd be some womanhood things but like I would lose probably, I would lose every piece of what makes me me is rooted in my ethnicity, is rooted in my race. It's not Mm -hmm. based in my gender. Yes, of course there's things that come with being a woman, right? Like my femininity or my capacity or need or drive to want to have a family. And like, those are things that are rooted that will not change if I was a white woman, but what makes me me and unique and gives us so much sauce and energy is being black. It is not the womanhood that does that. That is an added benefit, which makes me excellent. But it's the blackness that does that. And I can't imagine living a life without it.
0: Thanks. Preach. That's why I said I'll be a black
1: woman too.
2: Period, Pooh. Like, why? Why? Like,
0: to be
1: black.
2: Being black is
1: lit as fuck. Listen, listen. I don't think anyone is disagreeing in this conversation. Being black is beautiful. Being black is awesome. Like, and, you know... I appreciate both of y'all's, um, you know, sentiments, because I think that, you know, from from our different experiences, like as a black man, you know, talking to black women, right? Like, mm-hmm. we both bring something to the table that is, it is that level of excellence, that level of royalty, that level of beauty that you can't really tap into if you've never experienced it, seen it, understood it, felt it firsthand, right?
2: I and
1: I think, you know... With the added benefit of the beauty of womanhood, and like when you do it the right way, like you can, you know, change the world. Like you know, okay, y'all are lit. Okay, black women are lit. All right, y'all got that. Hey, had that. Had that. I ain't even mad at it. Okay. Ass baby, so yeah, we lit. I ain't even mad at it. Bring life. Normalize
2: push presence for black women.
1: Okay. Yeah. Listen, I ain't even mad at it. All right. (laughs) And so, so if I can segue, if I can segue then to our last segment, right? Like, okay. you know, one thing that Day and I do uh, every week is we have our AVM section. That is our audio, visual, and mental recommendations. And so as you guys being our guests, we would love for you guys to kind of share y'all excellence or share the things that, you know, drive y'all or, or, or make y'all smile, laugh, cry during the week. Um, and you know we'll sh- we'll we'll share that out and you know kind of learn from you guys uh, through that stuff. Love so that. either one of y'all want to go first.
2: Brothers first, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> that's all you um, okay, so it's, that's the AVM, right? So it's audio, audio visual, yeah, right. mental. Yep, yep. Okay, um, a song that's been stuck in my head. It's like not anything like fancy or special, but um, I've been listening to "Slow Down" by Skip Marley, and I think her maybe. <clears throat> I love it. I'm from the Caribbean. So it just like gives me like very like beachy, like chill vibes, reminds me of home. So I've been loving that song. Um, and then visual, I actually watched this documentary on Netflix called Disclosure yesterday or the day before yesterday. And it's really amazing. It's produced by um, Laverne Cox. And it's about like transgendered folks in the media and like how they've been portrayed and it gives you some real history about like transgendered folks being in the media and they've always been there we just don't always know that they are and just thinking about the impacts of transgendered folks in the media and how it, it then switches to how we interact with transgendered people in society and because we only see them on screen for the most part I think the stat she gave was like 80 something percent <laughs> of Americans don't know a transgendered person like personally. And they also talk about how that also includes transgendered people themselves. There's a lot of transgender people who don't know another transgendered person. Um, wow. And so a lot of like how People who are transgendered learn about how to express themselves or what's accepted is through film that they've been watching because that's the only place, or like it's the only place, the first place where they realize, like, oh, this is this is me. Like this is how like this is who I am. Like this right. makes sense is through portrayals of media because it's not so common that it's like there's people in your neighborhood everywhere who are also transgendered. So it was really interesting to think about like not only transgender folks in the media, but really the societal link was very interesting for me. And I thought it was a really cool way to kind of educate myself on a topic that I don't really know that much about. It made me actually think about the concept of disclosure also. Uh, They talked about a little bit too, and thinking about like, if I believe that transgendered people are like who they say they are, right? Like I believe transgendered women are women. I believe transgendered men are men. Um, And challenging like my own personal views of like, Okay, like, because I will also, I would, would argue often, like, um, I believe that I you should date whoever you want to date, but I think that before you get to, like, sexual intercourse with a transgender person that, like, they have the duty to tell you, like, I want to know. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I have, deserve the right to know. <laughs> yeah. So, like... I think that you should disclose at that point. Like I should be able to make that choice for myself. Absolutely. And like, I feel like, and I always thought that that was like an inclusive like way of thinking. I, I understand the risks of disclosure for transgendered folks and understand why you don't disclose at mm-hmm. the outset, right? Like, so I am hundred percent like understanding, but the thinking about the person who was talking as a, was a transgendered woman, but she was saying like, you know, the concept of disclosure means that there's something in in and of itself to disclose, but I, I yeah. am, am, and so the concept of saying, like, I have to disclose something that just is doesn't actually make sense because I yeah. am, and I was like, well, goddamn, yeah. am like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, what? I, okay, so like, now I got to kind of think more critically about, like, the words that I choose and what it means to be inclusive and what that really looks like and understanding you know, transgendered people and transgendered bodies and how we are actually active allies if that's who we say we are. So that was really kind of thought provoking. And I actually kind of want to watch it again because I like want to kind of, you know, think more on it. So that was really powerful. And I just also love that it was like run by Laverne Cox, who's amazing and a black woman. So it's awesome. It's like under the Black Lives Matter uh, category on Netflix. You should totally watch it. It's only like an hour, a bit more than an hour. So it's not like, you know, heavy watching
0: Mm So that was really cool.
2: I really enjoyed that. I try to stay educated, you know. Um, Then for the mental, which is kind of tied to that, but (laughs) I guess I would also be kind of mental. Um, I haven't been watching anything specifically, but what has been making I have been thinking a lot about babies and kids, and thinking about like what that looks like for me, and and hopefully the next chapter of my life is not so far away. Um, And just thinking about understanding like what kind of parent do you want to be and understanding how do you be a better parent than your parents were? And as a person, who has two excellent parents, I have great role models. My parents are amazing. They're pretty much the parents of all of my friends also. Everybody loves them. I have an excellent, you know, family life, which I feel blessed for every day, but thinking about, okay, how do I take what my parents, you know, gave me um, and doing the best they can as, you know, two immigrant folks here, but how do I take what they've given me and do better than that? But also like thinking about how do we understand like parenthood and kids in a way that helps empower them in a way that I always felt empowered. But my parents obviously would, are limited in their thinking based on like culture and age and whatever the case may be. So I've actually been watching, and I'm obsessed with babies and Sierra can tell you, but I have been watching this mm-hmm. docu-series on Netflix called Babies. Oh, I haven't watched it's that yet. It's so like It's like their first good. year of life. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and like, wow. I- they just yeah. released part two, so I've been watching the second, like, portion of the series. And it's really movie. excellent because it it covers, like, different topics. So, like, one episode, so it follows a bunch of babies and their parents, um, and they follow them around different things. So, like, one episode will be on, like, language and communication and growth and, like, how we actually perceive what babies are doing and like how they're doing it and how their brains work will change obviously the way that you raise your child if you're better if you better understand like 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 the human baby right if you know more about how their brains work and the things they dispel a lot of myths like it's all based in science so it's a bunch of scientists talking about like they actually end up using their own kids obviously because they've got these questions and it's like well i have this baby so let's like figure it out right like figuring out how to get a baby in an mri or like Deciding, like, okay, well, we think babies can't control their limbs, and it's just like they're moving just for moving. But they did like a study and figured out like they actually are connecting their brains to their arms. It just looks like they don't know what they're doing, but they are very, they are very like cognitively capable at a very early age. But mm-hmm. we don't understand that, or we didn't. And so I just have been thinking a lot about like, okay, like how do I better equip myself to be a great parent and a more understanding and empathetic parent? And a parent who's able to better understand kids' development so I can make sure that I don't, you know, most of our trauma comes from childhood and the, in ways that our parents don't intend to do us harm or injury, right? They are doing the best that they can. So just thinking about how can I make sure that I'm, you know, protecting my baby's brains for the, like, for the best and building the best people is really a very interesting thing to be thinking about because we all get to make that choice or... We do that work if we decide that we want to be parents, or I hope that we are. So I've been thinking a lot about babies and parenthood. Yeah. On my brain. Nice. Well,
0: so, those, what's, are, those are some so good yeah. recommendations. Thanks, uh, I've, actually, I've actually been looking for like a lot of things to to watch on Netflix since I've yeah you know, I'm working from home at least until the end of the year, so I, I definitely am. have those written down. Um, because mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm I'm a fan of Netflix, so. I'll definitely check out Babies and Disclosure. So cute.
2: I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I, I skipped over it because I was like, I don't know if I feel like
0: feeling baby right
2: now. But so if, okay. if if, if oh nothing else, God. the babies are just so fucking cute. Like, you just get a lot out of, like, watching yeah. these movies anyway. Like, it's just good for your, like, mood anyway, just watching a bunch of happy babies <laughs> on TV. I'd rather watch Puffy Diamond.
1: I, look, um, I like I like too. <laughs> yeah, I like cousins. Hey, mom
2: was like, I, yeah. I need them baby. I like a little yeah. cup, you know, baby come later. I am obsessing know. right now. I don't really know why. I spent like two hours on this Instagram page, it's like this black family that got triplets. They're called like the Palamore triplets. I think that's what their name is with these fucking babies, these three identical like twin girls or triplet girls. So cute, and I spent like three hours on their page just like fucking watching their videos. Okay, I'm obsessed. Pretty. So I'm not gonna lie though, like my life said is really weird, but I really like to watch babies get their hair washed. It's so soothing. are so, they're so cute. cute. Like when they first come out and they're like giving them their you know, they they have baby give them a bath. face massages yeah. Oh, my gosh. When they first y'all them- are
1: hilarious right now. Y'all are <laughs> y'all are
2: hilarious. Like
1: this, these are things I I never think. Of. I have I, babe, washing a baby's hair, like what? It's so cute. cute and it's
2: so relaxing. Cause you know, they ma- love that, it. Like, you have to watch it and imagine yourself getting your hair washed like that. You would fall asleep. But we're also thinking about like watching babies do things that they've never experienced before. It's also really interesting to yeah. watch like a baby like getting their hair washed for the first time, right? Like or they you, don't know you, what you that know water what I mean? Feels like, or like eat a lemon, or like yeah, babies seeing their first snow, like they've never but seen. If you think about anything. the way that they get, that they give them their first like hair wash, they do so it in such cute. a way that it makes them feel like they're still in the birth canal, and it's such a calming experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I have seen lately on Instagram? Sorry, I know you see. her. you at <laughs> ATM too? But one thing I have seen on Instagram lately is. um the people that are trying to get uh, babies acclimated to the water or like to swim and shit. And so they just take the babies and throw them in the pool and they're They're just like.
2: But they be throwing them kind of, I was wanting to be on this white lady threw that baby kind of hard. I was like. But that's actually like really like like, commonplace and should be what we do. So my mom takes care of it. I wish it happened to me. Babies, like that's her job. She's a postpartum doula and a baby nurse. And my little cousin also went to these swim classes. But babies have like a reflex which allows them to swim up until like like the first year of age. So they, it's like a reflex that they are born with. There's like a bunch of reflexes that babies have. There's different ones on their feet or what have you because they were born like they're swimming literally. So they have the reflex when they come out. If what? you don't teach them to swim, they we lose those reflexes. Obviously, as there's many people who don't know how to swim, right? So like babies you can teach them Sierra <laughs> can't swim either so um they but if you teach babies like at I'll six like months of age swim. or like they can <laughs> learn <how to> swim. <laughs> hey, up. they Shit. can float they can do all of those things you teach them it's it's grown ups that are afraid right like we are afraid yeah. because yeah. we are scared I'm for them to drown but life. like they will learn how to swim and my mom took all the kids that she like takes care of they like did those swim classes as babies they even do sessions where they have them with like they have you bring your babies with their clothes on so that they learn how to swim. So like, they don't just like, right. So if they fall in, they also know what to do in that environment if they're in their regular clothes and like matching that together. But like babies can swim. Like humans are really dynamic. I'm telling you, watch that documentary. You'll learn so much.
1: I would have never thought, I would have never thought we got this deep on babies on the podcast, (laughs) but I'm grateful. This is an experience for me and I'm learning so much. Thank (laughs) you.
2: You, know, but right. you need to go watch some no. babies, get their hair washed. So, Yeah, CR. what's um, your okay. yeah, um, So, it was audio. So, audio, I'm. you guys know that I'm a podcast junkie, so I've been listening to Ear Hustle, and it's a podcast with the premise of talk, telling stories of folks that are in jail. One Ooh. of the hosts is someone that, you know, he was able to get out of jail. I think he's out on parole. I think he's done with that, but um, he's one of the hosts, and then he has another woman that hosts it, and then they'll tell stories of, like, families and of men that are getting out and about to get out. And it's it's a really cool podcast because it's kind of it's run by people in the prison, like people that are are in prison. So then they get to do different things and be a part of the podcast. And it's really good. Um I like to listen to it when I'm working because it's I don't know. I like I like to listen to podcasts. Um so that's that's my audio visual um i'm also have become a netflix junkie because you know i'm there never home but to since do. coronavirus i'm just like i'm just home and it's just like nothing oh wow this is where do. i live oh shit, that's a thing in the corner it's crazy but um <laughs> netflix i've been watching working moms i, love working, I mom. love working Moms. i told you you. Would. i love it and it's um what it's, season are you on now i'm done I'm are you done watching so I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch it again but it's so good because it's like a what's it based in canada, canada. canada but it's like a realistic Thing of like what women go through in the workforce. I do wish that there was like black women on the show. I wish there was There's a black one, version of this. Right. Yeah. Who? Who? She, Frankie's uh, wife. Oh, her wife. Yeah. But I don't like really like her. Either. Yeah. Not like so barely. Yeah, but um, that's a really good show to watch. I would watch it because it's like some, it's like some real like parenting shit it's some real like issues that women deal with and i like yeah. trying to juggle being somebody's mom and working and be somebody's wife yeah it's, it's a lot to take in just a lot of dynamics but check it out it's a really good show um so funny yeah i can't stand that asian bitch though Ugh, um, jenny she's ridiculous but anyway um, <laughs> so mentally i have really been diving into therapy yes like, seriously i started reading this book called attached Um, I kind of stopped, but I need to read it more just to understand what kind of attached. Mm -hmm. Attached. It's a book about, like, what kind of, uh, like, as far as relationships, what kind of person are you avoiding? Are you, you know, are you super attached? Like, what does that
1: mean? Codependent or those types of things.
2: Yeah. So I've been trying to figure out, like, crack the code on. I think I've been kind of stalling finishing the book because I'm afraid to learn. Yeah. some of the ugly truths about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in therapy, I have really been having some sessions.
1: Like, yeah, I've
2: really been like having to like um, shout out to black therapists. I have a black male therapist actually, and he's amazing. Um, and it's just really, I love that in therapy that I'm able to express myself and somebody understands what I'm saying. Nice. I,
1: mean, I, have, yeah.
2: I can talk like how I'm talking to you guys. I can say nigga, all the things, and he's just like. I feel you. Like, you know what I'm saying? But because where he's able every time, because me, I'm the type of person that will make you go off topic and go down the street and then come back. And he's always able to bring it back. Okay, so this is what's going on. I'm about to read you for Phil. but get prepared. Yeah. And so like some of the best therapy sessions are the ones where you have cried your eyes out. It'd be like, damn, Mm. you got to read me, but it feels good. You know, so that's my mental. And I encourage everybody to get it there.
1: Yeah, no, that's super dope, man. I actually uh, have a therapist out in the Bay, uh, and it's been weird just what how everything's had to been virtual lately too. But mine is a white dude, and so like I think part of yeah, I know, I know, and I think part of what it's what I'm, different, it's different. I mean, and truthfully, truthfully, like you know, when I started, it was one of those things where like I wanted something in person. And in the area that I'm in, it's so few black therapists and, like, the ones that I tried calling, they weren't taking new clients. It was, you know, Mm -hmm. packed, right? Like, uh, And so, like, that's been super difficult. And, like, okay, I'm right there with you. Therapy is is dope. Like, if you rock with it, you rock with it. I don't think it's the end-all, be-all. And if you think therapy is going to solve all your problems, you're doing it for the wrong reasons anyway. Um, but it's dope to be in a, an environment where you can, like, kind of express a lot of things and then how to get, like, more constructive feedback versus just your friends being like, oh, well, fuck them anyway. They don't even know what they talk about. Like, like You
2: don't they're... always need somebody to co-sign you. you need yeah, that. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and maybe it's just my experience, but I do feel like the, the conversations I have with the friends that I'm closest to, you know, would trump any therapy session that I've ever had, um, but that's that also might just be my unique experience because I have like you know my white dude you know his name is Ken, I fuck with Ken.
2: He's cute. But
1: like, but it's, it's a it's a white ass it's a white ass environment. Um, do you
2: think but, that do you think that you would feel differently about your therapy sessions if your therapist was black?
1: I do actually, uh, and like, and it's been something that I've kind of been thinking more critically about the last few months, uh, especially like in light of like coming in and just being like, man, like fuck fuck America, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he's just like well, you know, you want to make sure you're not de- like, no fuck I don't right there, no, bro. Bro. Like, bro, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about I'll be ready to be on 10, so you know what I'm saying like, and I know he means well, Ken, Ken I rock with Ken, you know what I'm saying, that's the homie but he don't, he don't, he don't know,
2: he
1: doesn't yeah. get it See? it's not your fault, bro, it's not your fault but just know that you might not be able to do what I need you to do right now you feel Right, yeah, that's
0: the thing So, so when, I, when, I lived in, <laughs> when I lived in Portland I had a therapist and it was a, a black woman, and me and her didn't really, didn't really hit it off. Mm. It didn't and then, yeah, and then and then my the therapist I hit it off with was like an older Jewish lady. And for some reason, I don't know what it was. I don't think like, therapists have to be the same. They race don't sport. have to. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Do. but there are some people who are more equipped to. Oh yeah, for
0: sure. Like
2: yeah. how by racial by cultural like. Like, they are better therapists. There are people who are more prepared as mm-hmm. therapists. Yeah. You, buy who you buy it. You buy it. Like, look, because my therapist nice. is also a gay black man who is married to a white man. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's mm-hmm. different stuff that he fills me on. Like, there's like literally, I tell people all the time, my therapist said to me one time, he said, Bitch, you know what you need to do. And I said, You know what they, you need we to can, do. We, can, we have That's a right. plan that we can speak, and it's like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? So- There's something to be said about, like, that kind of environment being created. I was on Twitter, and I saw this Black woman, like, she's a teacher, so she shared an email that her, like, incoming, like, seventh grade, like, class, like, a, a one of the girls that in her incoming seventh grade class sent her, and it made me so happy, because I've never had Black teachers growing up. I didn't have any until yeah. college, but, like, it kind of mirrors what we're talking about. But anyway, that she had I guess had assigned them summer reading and they're reading, I think, like my friend Martin or something. But she got like the emails was like from a black girl in her class and she was like, Miss G, I'm just sending you an email because I can't talk to nobody else about this book. But I love it. And she was basically saying like I'm obsessed like my guy Miles. And she's like, I'm scared to read the next part because I don't know what's gonna happen. And her language yeah. was so like culturally fine and then when she at the end of it she was like and p.s my essay finna go off period and i was like <laughs> the fact that she's so excited about learning and is able to yeah. communicate in a way that she knows her teacher will understand is yeah. really powerful i felt so good reading that even though obviously it's like not me or my kid but it's like there is something to be said about having an environment that is safe for you to communicate the way that you do and people understand yeah. what you're saying and what you're yeah. time- trying to Without having to change or shift because fucking you know white ass Holly doesn't understand what I'm saying like yeah yeah. Yeah. therapist he made me do art therapy once I hated that shit (laughs) I hated him when I left the room because it's like literally he made me go through a traumatic situation in my childhood and be like draw like draw yourself at that age. And you're going to, the starting point is where you felt safe before the incident happened. And then at the end, it's where you felt safe again. So you talk about all different parts of what happened to you. Like,
1: yeah. the
2: fire, where were you? I was over here outside the door. Drawback. Then you have to go right back to who you were at that moment. And I was like, bitch, this is too much. You're asking me for a lot. over. I need a bottle of gin. Let's do it. I
1: don't <laughs>
2: mean, therapy <laughs> is powerful. Therapy is powerful. But yeah, that's what, those are our things.
1: Oh, wow. Um, Thank you. Thank you for that, Sierra. Um, Also, thank you, Makita. Like,
2: uh,
1: I think we have a lot to uh, sit on and process. We have a lot of free time nowadays. So uh, I'll definitely definitely be checking out some of these documentaries. Um, That book, I've actually heard of it, Attached. Um, So um, thank you for for bringing that up. And so at this point, uh, we're going to move to uh, wrap up the show. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> uh, 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 so <laughs> right now um we want to start by just thanking you guys for you know rocking with us for the last couple hours man. I think this has not just been a fun conversation. I think you know mm-hmm. folks can like take away something, learn a little something and just hear how we all have very different experiences but there are also like common themes that kind of you know bring us together. And so before we get you guys out of here, do you guys have anything you want to plug? Um, do you want to shout out your socials again? Um, just make sure that people know who y'all are and where to find y'all because y'all are kicking ass in, in this in this podcast world and in life, I guess.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. With the, with the vets. You okay. Know? You know uh, what I'm saying? Y'all been yeah, out here. We yeah, were talking about it yesterday. He started podcasting when podcasts became hot. That's so crazy. That was that's the real thing. We're the rookies. Uh, we are yeah, we're the rookie, rookies, probably. Yeah. This uh, is
1: my first experience. I'm with y'all, man.
2: Okay. Uh, so we just learned it from today, I guess. Um <laughs> so You can find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at um Black In City Pod. Obviously, Facebook it's just Black In The City Pod, but Instagram and Twitter. Instagram Black that In that. City Pod. Yeah, they made a take out the "the." So you can find us there, and you can find Sierra at Sierra under or Leone and me you can find me at Black, wow! You're making me wonder if Black City. I can't stand her. She's distracting me. You can find me at Mm Vasion underscore Baddie on Instagram. I don't know if people need to follow me on Twitter because I'd be talking so. I don't be
0: using Twitter, so I'm gonna leave
2: that one out.
0: um, I I, I need to follow you on Twitter. Twitter is my favorite. Well, go
2: ahead, follow me on Twitter. I'll just I'll I'll text it to you. Yeah, but I don't think we have nothing else to plug. You know, follow your girls. Yeah. If
1: you want to donate, oh yeah, OnlyFans, huh? Oh, say that again. Hold on, donate. Say that again. No, she was kidding. She was saying donate. Oh, She's talking about her OnlyFans. Oh, see, I'm, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm I, I was gonna it. say if you it's want to see
0: to their faces, you know, make sure you follow them on YouTube as well. Oh yeah! yeah. I'd you
2: be YouTube, that. Know, we just we just expanded our team, so now we're doing
0: videos, which yes. we have been super
2: anti in the past. Because who wants to look cute? We'd be looking raggedy. But I'm gonna get whatever there, you turn, get. I yeah. If you listen to our last episode, you saw me looking rough because I was pissed. Yeah. So we not going oh, that damn hike. I was the concept day. of having to get ready to get on to record is just never going to connect for me. So y'all going to see me they looking raggedy? We ragged like, wash our faces
1: every <laughs> single week. Okay, I'll well, be on. I'll be on y'all Instagram lives. So uh, hey, hey. You know, I seen I seen it live and in full effect. Yeah. Uh, our skin has been on yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Hey,
2: y'all popping?
1: Y'all popping? Y'all, <laughs> y'all, <laughs> y'all got y'all quarantine care? Y'all got y'all quarantine care? And so, oh, look at that. Don't play. Don't gas me up. Hold on (laughs) no. I'll try to stay humble in 2020. (laughs) No, but honestly, honestly, you know, congratulations to you guys, you know, for the the show growing, the show expanding. Um, Keep up the great work. We appreciate you rocking with us. Uh, And so, you know, as we sign off for, you know, summer 16, you know, thank everybody, uh, you know, just for rocking with us, for listening. Uh, you can also find Day and I every week um, and stay involved with our podcast. You can check out our email, summer16podcast at gmail.com. We are on Instagram at summer16pod, and every Monday we do a little Instagram live that you guys can check us out on there. Uh, we have our Facebook page, Summer 16 Podcast, and we are also new on Twitter, Summer 16 Pod as well there. Uh, you'll find the links in the descriptions for our show, and we'll also make sure to drop your guys' links in there, too, so people can find y'all super easy.
2: Love it. Thank you. Right. Thank you.
1: And so if you guys enjoyed the content, uh, if you want to help us grow and make the shows a little better, don't hesitate to put something towards our on our books. Uh, you can find us on our cash app dollar sign <laughs> summer 16 Pod. Don't be laughing while I'm plugging no, my money. <laughs> Look, <laughs> no, don't be
2: oh, man, we need a cash I'm
1: trying to, I'm trying to get this money. Hold on now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: cash
1: mm-hmm. Look, all right. No, but anything helps, man. We appreciate everybody's uh, support so far. Um, ladies, uh, thank you guys for joining us again. And I will say that, uh, I just hope that everyone out there may your tummies get flatter Blatter, and your booties. <laughs> <had> a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: love it.
2: All
1: right. Well, appreciate y'all, man. So, until next time. Bye. All right. All right.